show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Long Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasabin. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadeth. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Tucson Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. <clears throat> so grand rising, everybody, and welcome to Self Cell Care. Um, we realize um, uh, we're probably going to have to wait for people to come on the show because our links uh, were defective this morning. 
So we sent out all new links. And so we're grateful uh, for those who have found us already. So thank you so very much. Um, and I want to introduce my uh, amazing guest, Gina Martell uh, of Zen Horse Barn. And um, so I met Gina through my husband, Andrew Calhoun. And um, Gina is a life coach, but she's not just any kind of life coach. Uh, she works with horses and people, right? And the blend of using horses to help you to handle traumas and, um, you know, I'll, I'll call it the shadow work, you know, work, do the shadow work is really transformational. I can speak firsthand about this. One, I worked with her. Uh, my husband worked with her. Secondly, you know, I also grew up with horses and horses are magical in their own right. Too bad we can't actually have them on the show. <laughs> and, um, and I just got over being sick. So um, I do have a few remnants you might hear on the show a little bit, but don't worry about that. So just a little bit more about um, Gina. So um, she has a lot of out-of-the-box techniques um, uh, with her life and equine-assisted life and relationship coaching. Um, she uses her uh, spirituality, which um, I can attest is just beyond amazing. Um, she's an amazing healer. And so... Uh, if you're called after this show to connect with her, I highly uh, encourage you to do that. Um, and just a few other things. Uh, so she's a certified personal life and relationship coach, uh, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, which I studied in college. I love that. Um, she's certified equine assisted life coach, and she's been in practice over 10 years. She works with firefighters and cops. Uh, she has studied the techniques and teachings of Tony Robbins. She works and has worked with abused women, children, and teens, and has a 90% success rate with couples and individuals. And I can attest that the 10% are the people who did not want to play. So, um, so let me, without further ado, bring on Gina Martell. So... Grand rising, Gina. Oh, I can't hear you. You can't hear me. So I guess plugging your headphones again. Um, I can talk, but you can't hear me. No, I can hear you. You can't hear me. Okay, hold on. So we're having all types of... Uh, um, so maybe she just needs to uh, use the volume button on her side. And we, it looked like some people found us already this morning. So that's amazing. Um, given the fact that all the links were uh, messed up. So, uh, so good morning, Chris. Good morning, Teddy. Um, and Gina, can you hear us yet? So, okay. Can hear me. Okay. So let me just text her instead of using the Shoot. private chat. Hold on. 
I touched nothing. <laughs> okay. So, it's all good. We are, I'm texting you so we can get that handled. Um, so, put the headphones back on. Headphones. Put your headphones back on. Can you hear me now? Okay, so go back out and come back in. Okay, so hold on. So let's see if she comes back out and goes back in. interesting she can't hear me so she's gonna um go back out and she's gonna come back in to do a quick little reset and uh so exit the studio okay so So I will start and let you know. So I visited uh, Gina at her farm and she has these two amazing horses. Uh, they are Blue and Dodger. And um, I think that most healers are aware that when you are, in order to, to be a healer, you have to be able to heal your own know. wounds. I can't hear you her. have to handle your own trauma. And so, um, and I'm just going to take her out for a minute. So you have to be able to handle your own trauma. And so when you're, um, that, that when you're able to handle your own trauma, it allows you to be able to serve others. And so no different, um, for us as humans, um, both blue and, uh, and Dodger, and I'll show you a picture of them now. Hold on one second. Let me share that screen. Um, have had their own traumas, which I think Gina will probably talk about. And they, um, um, you know, have been healed. So let me just kind of show you what this looks like. My name is Gina Martell. And I am an equine-assisted personal life and relationship coach. What is that? Well, basically, I hope you make the changes in your life to reach your goals and to create the happiness that you want. I work with you on a personal, business, relationship, and spiritual level to encourage and challenge you to grow and become the best version of yourself. And I sometimes use my horses to help do that. I dig in deep where the pain lives and I expect you to be committed to play full out because if you aren't serious about working on you, I can't do it for you. Now you can mask whatever you want, but the truth is always behind that mask. 
So I, I help you remove that mask and be your most authentic self. So we clear what is holding you back. We rip up those limiting beliefs, those lies you've been told most of your life, and I help to reset you. Now you cannot be successful if you are carrying around your garbage. Just imagine your life and your giant bag of garbage going everywhere you go. So coaching is a fantastic way to help you throw away your garbage and the pain you've been living with. We change those limiting beliefs and get you moving forward. Be honest with yourself. What kind of boss or business owner are you? You know, corporations are starting to realize that being a true leader and giving your employees a chance to grow, to be recognized and to be respected is incredibly important. The divorce rate is at an all-time high. People are afraid to date or get married. Kids are scattered between new families. Many women are still in abusive relationships and by the way, some men are too. Let me introduce you to my coaching staff. This is Dodger and Lou. And they are my equine coaches. Whatever your issues, Dodger and Blue will know in a minute. See, horses are highly spiritual creatures. And as a horse whisperer and a life equine assisted coach, I can tell you it is the horse that calls out the angry, the meek, the fearful, and the untrusting, and the person that has given up. They understand. These are rescue horses. They were abused and abandoned and they had given up once in their life too. It is the horse that can settle us down, teach us to be leaders, and to love again, and how to trust. They mirror us, and horses don't lie, and they have no problem showing you who you are through their eyes. I use Dodger and Blue to help see who you really are, and we've had some incredible breakthroughs when working with my horses your trust issues, your need for love and acceptance, and believing in yourself comes out with these gentle giants, and it is absolutely magical. Hmm. I also create firewalks, something you may want to try. Walking on fire sounds scary, but you will be amazed how transformation it truly is. Walking on fire is stepping into your fears. It's confronting whatever is holding you back. And if you can walk on fire, you can face just about anything. My fire captain is Justin, my husband, and a retired firefighter captain for Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, and was for 11 years the fire captain for Tony Robbins firewalks around the world. Justin is now a partner with Firewalk Adventures. We create a custom fire lane just for you. And it's a beautiful evening walk with burning torches, stars in the sky, and taiko drums. It is sacred and one of the most amazing things you will ever do. Nothing is added to the wood burning except your intentions. Then, when the fire is ready, we walk on a bed of hot coals 
about 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. And then you celebrate the new year. Just imagine going back to your office Monday morning and casually mentioning that uh, you walked on fire for your weekend fun. Dodger, Blue, and myself are super excited to work with you. Okay, so we are back. <clears throat> we are waiting for Gina to be able to come back in. Um, hoping. And we have a caller, 706-202-7472. Shit. Um, excuse me. Okay. It's been an interesting morning. So we'll take that call. Grand, Grand Rising. Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Jody. This is Kwame Sunhorse here in Edenton, Georgia. Hi, Kwame. How are Island. you? Grateful. I'm trying to see your guest. Is she on? She is not on right now. Uh, I uh, don't. She's trying to get back in. Okay, because if I'm if I'm correct, I think Gina is. Is she in Edenton? Ball ground. She's in Ball ground, Georgia. Okay, it looks like she's back in. Are you there, Kwame? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So let's see what we got here. So she will. All right, Gina. Good morning. <laughs> so the beauty is, and first of all, I'm so happy we made that work. Uh, Me too. We got to see this amazing video that you created about what you do. And we have Kwame Sunhorse on the line. He had called in first thing this morning. And Kwame, you had questions for Gina. Yes, Gina. Are you in Eatonton? Or do you have a, a horse uh, riding corral here in Eatonton, Georgia? No, I'm not in Edenton. I am in Ballground, Georgia. Okay, because there's a, a lady also, her name is Gina, and they, her and her husband and friends just built a riding corral in back of me. And her name is Gina and her friend Susan, and they're doing the same equestrian work that you're doing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it is starting to pop up a little bit more. Um, there are three people I know of in um, Georgia that uh, kind of do what I do. Um, there is a difference, though, between EGALA and EAC, which is the Equine Assisted Coaching, okay? So the EGALA actually works with a therapist and a um, 
a, a, a person who knows, you know, a horror, an equine specialist is what they call it. And they work with a client and they work with the horses. It is very different because their techniques are very different than what I use. And personally, I mean, I, I found that a lot of the therapists that do the gala, they may not be the horse specialist and that's why they have somebody. But I think some of them miss out on the energy of the horse really and the communication of the horse. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the techniques of Egala, although I can see the value in it. Uh, coaching is, is a bit different. So I don't know if they're Egala or coaching, but. Okay. And the reason you know? I was sharing because I, I met her and her name was Gina and I was like, I hope this is not the, because I did, I'm a Vietnam veteran. And what oh. we did was I had another vet friend that he, you know, he since passed over on, but we had a place called English Gap. He had 88 acres over here in Fallville, Georgia. And what we would do is with rescue horses, but we would bring in men from the VA with PTSD and drug substance abuse. And we would put them up in cabins. And this was the therapy of them interacting and helping to take care of the rescue horses, but also go on the trail rides down to the river. And so this was what his wife and him did. And this is how I, I lived with that in that area for almost 11 years with him, along with doing the Native American sweat lodge on the property, because I, I lived back there with, in the cabins, working with the men that were housed back there. So, yes, this is a great opportunity because even with children, because we would bring children from the inner city out of Atlanta there and let them camp for the weekends. And we would have camp retreats and yoga retreats. And we saw the importance of the interaction because a horse is a prey animal. It knows your problem before you really identify it. Yes, because it does. they can sense what it is that's going on with you. And they will choose you. You may say, oh, wow, I want to ride that big white horse. And they'll go like, uh-uh. You know, I'm, I'm not dealing with your stuff. That horse over there with the polka dots has got to be your friend. Yeah, that is correct. And that's why when people come to work with me, I basically put them in the pasture with my horses. And my horse will walk up and choose. And sometimes one will choose to work with you and sometimes both will choose to work with you. Um, they really have their own way of doing it. I am simply the guide and they are my coaches at that time. So it, and, and I understand about the PTSD and, and everything because um, horses are amazing. My husband is a, a retired firefighter. And so um, I on occasion have had a couple of firefighters come up and work with the horses and, and some of their PTSD and, it's amazing. I mean, all, all, all the service men and women out there, they go through so much. And uh, there's a great movie, as a matter of fact, you would probably really enjoy watching. It's called Prison Redemption. And it's actually about prisoners, adult prisoners, and they go out to uh, like Nevada and Colorado and they work with the wild Mustangs in the freezing cold. And boy, if you want to see if you want to see transformation and what a horse can do for somebody, you want to watch that. I think it's on Netflix or prime video, but it's really worth watching. You talk about PTSD and guys that are in for murder and drugs. And while wow, those horses really call them out. 
Wow. Right. And and I, I know that because I researched prison, slavery to private prison. And that was one of the uh, things in which was introduced to the prisons back in the early uh, 2000s, late 1990s. And so, yes, these therapies that which is really traditional indigenous and, and cultured people, this is the way they did because this is, my name is Kwame Sun Horse. And I was given that name by a chief of the Dakota Nation. And what they had, the name is Sunkawanka Wee because the indigenous people, when they were introduced from the Europeans to the horse, they had no name for horse. They had used dogs all the time. And so what they called it was Sunka, and Sunkawanka means spirit dog. That's what mm-hmm. they did because they identified the spirit of that animal very powerful as as Wonka means great or spirit. Okay, that's very interesting. Yeah, um, the uh, Native Americans, uh, I think pretty much across the board, considered horses family. So a lot of the name, the words in Native American for horse is basically family. As a matter of fact, they were so revered as family that many times the horses actually slept and stayed within the teepee with the Native American family, which as, as soon as I can move my horses into my bedroom, I'll be really happy about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to, to make it to the airport because I'm going to visit my grandson and great-grandson. And he got introduced to horses for his Earth Day, his birthday. And he was just a natural. He's only two years old, but when they put him on back of that horse, he was he was off and running, and yeah. so we're going to go to the to the riding park again because the horse knows just as the child knows a spirit or a bad spirit, the horse knows a good spirit. So right. that exchange with him having that that interaction early, so he did not develop a fear because most inner city children fear horses. Yep. Yep, that's very true. Animals uh, and kids are amazing. As a matter of fact, they're my my favorite species, animals and kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, <clears throat> uh, Kwame, you may not know, I grew up with horses. And so, and I grew up in a very, let's say, um, chaotic household. And if it wasn't for the horses, I don't think we'd even be here today. <laughs> I, I know I would. I had the same really dysfunctional childhood growing up. And because I had horses, I mean, they they really saved my life. So they do amazing things. And, you know, way back when, when I got my first horse, I mean, my, my parents got divorced and I got a horse. And um, I was 10. Ah, I was okay. 10. All right. Yeah, and, um, you know, I, I didn't get a saddle. I had to, you know, my first horse came bareback and I had to learn to ride bareback and it was really amazing. I, I went on and, and got two more horses, uh, quarter horses, and they were amazing. And that's when I fell in love with quarter horses. But, you know, I started showing and barrel racing and, and Western pleasure and all that stuff. And I loved it. And I really had, I, I've always had an amazing connection with horses. I mean, my mom says I was born winning and I believe that. 
I could always talk to them. I could, I could just walk up to a strange horse and, or I could see him in a pasture and ask him to come over and, and they would, I just have a conversation with them. People thought I was weird, you know, growing up, but I, I ignored it. And I found a lot of my friends that had horses, they had horse issues and they'd bring them over to me and I would fix them. But what I realized, and I put that in my, in my book, actually, um, horse stories is, um, it really wasn't the horse. It was the people that were having the issues. Right. And so, uh, yes, exactly. And so it just, you know, I, I have a friend of mine that does astrology charts, right? And she did my entire chart like a couple months back. And she says, boy, since the minute you were born, you've been on this path to do this. And I believe that with the horses because, um, you know, I became a life coach like 11 years ago and then um, I went into the feed store one day and the manager that I knew here uh, in Horsetown, it used to be Horsetown, now it's Cavenders, um, she was having a rough day with her husband. And she, um, I talked to her a little bit. I gave her my card and then she said, uh, oh my God, you like you love horses and you're a life coach. You should be an equine assisted life coach. And I was like, is that a job? Can I do that? Actually, <laughs> So uh, I, I went and studied and added that modality to my to my life coaching and it just worked and then everything clicked into place like i i i adopted these two amazing rescue horses which i did a lot of training and work with uh, the spca in miami uh years ago to help horses trust humans again so the whole thing just really made sense and so i was really happy about that i love what i do so um <clears throat> excuse me i'm still recovering here yeah it's okay um <laughs> So Kwame, did you want to share about that? Anything with that or Mr. Kwame? Okay, so I'll wait till he he's off to the airport. He's probably off to the airport. He still is on, actually. I see him on Blog Talk. Oh. Um but uh he may be distracted. Um so you know, with me, um we also so I started when I was seven. Um we started horseback riding. My father, um, and this is back in 1970, 1970, he built the largest horse complex in the world. Wow. Mm -hmm. It was called Blue Ribbon Stables in Northbrook, Illinois. And um, uh, we, were, we were brought into horses because my sister, my older sister, wanted to ride. And, um, and the whole family got involved and my father built this complex and then, um, and my brothers, well, the whole family showed, uh, around, uh, probably like a three or four state area. So we were in Illinois. So we were in Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, and I believe Ohio is where we did most of the shows. And, wow. um, my oldest, uh, uh, Two older brothers were state champions for reining and barrel racing. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, and I was the little punk that uh, got on there and did, you know, Western pleasure. And as a probably by that time, an 11 year old got my, my blue ribbon in the youngest class where everybody else was younger than me. <laughs> Thanks dad for giving me the vote of confidence. Right. <laughs> and, um, and uh, it, you know, my first horse and only horse was Jarful. I mean, we had 40 horses, actually, but my horse 
was Jarful. And, um, and he was the most gentle Selene. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. And, and like, um, you know, unlike Blue and Dodger, uh, and I didn't know it at the time, but were there to help me heal myself. And I'd like for you to talk about some of the ways, like, you know, obviously you're not going to use names, but how have you helped, like, give us the most unique situation that people will go, oh, really? Like, okay. Like, I didn't know we could do that with horses. Um, Talk about some of the emotional issues that you've helped people through using, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, using Blue and using Dodger. Uh, to support people on their journey because they're really powerful. They were here last night, you know, <laughs> energetically. They're excited about today. They knew I was going to be talking about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're such loves. Yeah. Thank you. I adore them. They are my family. They're my brothers with four legs. <laughs> um, it has, re- you know, we use the word magical horse and they truly are. I mean, every horse is magical if you allow them to be, mm-hmm. if you don't use them as just an ATV, you know, with four legs to run around on and just use them for, for work and for stuff. I mean, I allow mine to be horses and, you know, I've had some really amazing, um, I've had absolutely miraculous um, healings uh, that they've done. I'll give you a couple examples. Um, I had this, um, I had this mom that I had worked with, uh, and she's got two little girls and she, I helped her go through a divorce. You know, she kind of had to find herself and get the courage to go through this divorce that she just, you know, she was, he was an alcoholic. He wasn't, he was in denial, which most alcoholics are, you know, we have addictions. Um, they got divorced and, then the girls would go. Now, these girls were five and eight at the time. Uh, they would go to dad's house for the weekend to stay the weekend and spend time with daddy, right? Well, daddy was still an alcoholic and daddy would get passed out drunk. And these two little girls were left alone in a dark house with no food. Mom did not know this was going on until one day the older daughter called mom and said, mommy, Daddy's passed out. He's asleep. We can't wake him up. We're hungry. So, you know, my client ran over there. The mom ran over there and picked him up. This got involved a little bit with the police and everything. And they suggested they take the girls to a pediatric therapist. So she did. And uh, the one daughter just wouldn't talk. She just wouldn't talk about it. She was hitting her sister. She was acting out really badly. And, you know, I mean, listen, I love therapists when they're great. They are, they are life-changing, you know? Um, And this therapist, you know, did the doll play and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, trying to get her to talk about what had happened. Nothing was working. And the mom called me and said, could you maybe work with her with one of the horses? And I said, I, it's the first time I started working with kids, actually, because I'd worked mostly with women with trauma, traumatic backgrounds. And I said, well, okay, yeah, let me give it a, sure, I'm sure I can do this. It's going to be Dodger. I'm sure it's Dodger, you know. So I went into the stall and I talked to Dodger and I said, we have a big job to do. And I don't know, I think, you know, he felt it and I get emotional talking about it because it was so... It was so powerful, the connection between he and I. It's like he is like he said to me, I know, bring her to me. 
you know, and she showed up that day and I, I had the halter on him. I put him in the round pen, which is, you know, I have like a 30 to 40 foot diameter round paneled pen. Uh, a lot of people do lunging, mm-hmm. which, you know, has the lunge line and you hold onto the horse. I don't, I like the free, the free lunging is what I, is why I call it. It actually uh, creates a better connection between the horse and the person. And then the horse will do what it naturally does. And that is hook on right, or join up with, with whoever's in the arena. So the little girl showed up and I, I introduced her to Dodger and I put it in the arena and like I, like I said, she didn't want to talk. And I said, just take him for a walk in the, in the arena or the, the round pen and just tell him about your day at school. Just tell him about your day. And that she could do. She, she, she could tell him enough about her day. And then as she walked probably around like, the fourth time walking around the arena, she really started talking and telling him everything. That horse, I I, I wish I could show you a picture. That horse lowered his head and cocked his ear toward her to listen. It was amazing. I mean, I could cry thinking about it. And you know what? I can too. So I'm just going to interrupt you. So Dodger's energy is here. And he's like right behind on my left shoulder. (laughs) and um, he's been here since we started talking about this story and there's like this overwhelm that he had and he's talking to me about it awesome and um okay so spoiler alert i'm an animal communicator Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and he said um he loved this little girl so much And then he said, when she was able to unleash or lift, let it out, right? Um, Her heart was so light. Mm -hmm. And he says that she, like, I'm just telling you what he's saying. Like, she was able to, like, live again. Yeah, she was. Yeah, like, he's like, she was able to take the burden off her heart so that she could be present for people. Yeah. I mean, really that, that is, that is truly what he did because um, when I, when we were done, I brought her into the arena, into the barn. I gave her a brush and I said, just brush him and love on him. You know, it's, it's a form of self care. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And then, and then she looked at me and she said, I'm ready to talk about daddy. And I said, okay. And it was kind of cold. So I said, let's go into the house. We went into to sit uh, in the house and do some work. And she was like, I got her to realize that um, all men are not like that. I got her to realize it was not her fault because, you know, kids carry a lot of blame for everything uh, that that was not her fault. Um, I got her to say she, she would be very careful she would notice that whenever she grows up and has a husband or, you know, what to look for in a relationship. And then I talked about what she wanted to do with her life. I wanted to give her hope as to, Hey, you get to make, you know, you have free will, you get to make your life. So she said, I want to be an artist. I want to learn French and I want to go live in Paris. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. (laughs) Like I'm just going to totally watch and see where you go, you know, and those girls, both of them, uh, I worked with both of them and, they were just amazing. And Dodger was just amazing. So, you know, 
they got to let go. And as a matter of fact, when the mom took them back to the therapist, the therapist said, something has changed. And the mom said, well, I took her to an equine assisted coach, you know, that I have worked with. And she goes, you don't need me take her, take her back. And I was so happy to hear that a therapist would say that, you know, well, because I mean, they, yes, I, uh, I'm, I'm having Dodgers energy here. <laughs> Struggling. Very powerful. <laughs> We're going to go to commercial. We're about 10 minutes behind, but I didn't really want to cut us off. So I'm going to go to commercial. Uh, I'm going to talk to Dodger while we're at commercial, and I want to hear what he has to say. And okay. then um, I also we have a lot of people who are making comments, and I'd like to to reply to them. So, yay! Okay. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Sell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press one to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Okay, so we are back, um, and uh, we have lots of comments. We even have some dating chats. How much fun is that? <laughs> dating chats? Yeah, it's, you know, it's the hackers. I know. Uh, <laughs> um, so Zelda, who is our Monday morning uh, talk show host, um, she uh, does stress relief. Oh. She says, Grand Rising, Beautiful Queen Sisters. My only experience was in Mississippi as a child. Not a good experience with no saddle and feelings of abandonment when my mom passed. Time to try again. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, because Zelda, and Zelda, first of all, is amazing on how she has really transformed her life. And if she wants to call in and talk about, you know, what her personal 
life was like. Uh, we do have it on video. Um, but uh, so I'll actually, I, I, yeah, I'll just go ahead and share. So, you know, she was a product of slavery. And um, so she was picking cotton, right? I, I don't even know how old Zelda is, 60-something, 70. I don't know. She's so beautiful and so young looking. I just know that she's older than what her, you know, than what she looks like. She looks like she's 40. Mm-hmm. Um, so forgive me, Zelda, for not remembering the, the exact age. And um, she would, she, um, her aunt was given 50 cents a day for her picking cotton. That's terrible. Yeah. So she actually has the BOD, uh, you know, the sound frequency device that we use here at Susan Essentials, which is uh, this device oh, here, sound healing. Mm-hmm. She's had tremendous uh, results with self-care. Tremendous in uh, shifting her life. And plus, I mean, and, and she was successful prior to that anyway. Um, so I don't want to, uh, I'm clearly not attributing all of her work to the bot. Um, so, but hopefully she'll call in to the show. If you want to call into the show <clears throat> and you have questions for Gina, the number is 515-605-9325. We know we had a lot of therapists and a lot of people from the mental health community signed up and we did have some technology issues. So if, um, you know, if you've found us again, we're going to try to share uh, the LinkedIn link. Uh, I know my husband's sharing the LinkedIn link with those specific people uh, that had registered for this show um, so that they can, you know, join in. So um, we'll see if we can bring them back into the show. And then we yeah. have, um, one second, then we have Chris. And she says, learning to ride teaches one about self but also teaches one how to read others. And there's a symbiotic relationship to be had between the horse and the rider. That is very true. That is very, very true. And that that's the one thing, because uh, I'm also probably, I'm considering doing a clinic in March uh, when it warms up a bit. <laughs> um, I have a friend of mine, he's kind of like an old cowboy and he's, a, he's amazingly open, which really surprises me. Um, that I want to do a, a, a clinic called um, for connection and bonding with your horse because riding your horse is great and your horse needs to be ridden and they need a job. But when you have the connection with the horse and you and the horse are a team, are partners, that ride, that show will be so much better, so yeah. much better. So the work that I do is on the ground. I don't do the riding and there's all kinds of, you know, equine therapy. I mean, um, you know, for um, kids with handicaps and down syndrome and, you know, and, and I think that's a path uh, licensure uh, that people have sometimes with that. But um, I really prefer the groundwork because what the way I work is we work with the herd mentality mm-hmm. and there is a whole different dynamic is not just an animal. If I work with a herd mentality and I base that on the predator and the prey, you know, thinking of the animal, 
then that horse is going to respond completely different to me or anybody else than it is when somebody just walks out there with a bridle and a saddle and gets on his back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so, and I should mention this as well, because uh, Jarful and I did not use um, a bit or a saddle either. So you did a side pole or a hackamore? So we used a, a halter mm-hmm. and then just neck reining, and I mm-hmm. didn't use any, any saddle. Um, uh, you know, we just had a trust and a love for each other. And, um, I didn't feel like he liked the saddle, so I didn't feel like he should wear one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, to be able to read your horse is really a good thing. And riding bareback, I mean, that's what the Native Americans did. And I think that, you know, my horse, um, learnings have expanded so much since I became an equine assisted life coach because I have to tap into a whole different level on the horse. And the three guys that I really love their work. um, And this goes back to old, old cowboy days, you know, um, Tom Dorrance, and he considered himself the horse attorney, the protector of horses, Ray Hunt, Ray Hunt, and I'm a big fan of Buck Brannaman and his brother, Smokey Brannaman, as, as well. Okay. Um, Buck has a book out. I, I have the book. And there's a movie called Buck. And it's amazing. And he was horribly abused as a child from a very abusive father, he and his brother. Wow. And um, the mother died. And then they went to go live with a foster family because the father was so abusive. So what he does, it, you know, I watch him do work. And I'm like, wow, he just adds He doesn't, I don't know if you realize, he adds coaching into a lot of the work that he does. But I also did a lot of work um, in studying the philosophies of Native Americans. And like I said, the herd, because that is a whole respect thing. You know, I don't even get on my horse until he hands me his nose and says, let's get on and go. Because the greeting horses greet each other with the yes. nose, the breathing in the nose, you know? So when I'm saddling up blue, he'll turn to me and, and look for, look for my nose <laughs> after breathing his nose. And it's just calms him down. So talked about, um, the herd mentality. What is, what does that really mean to people? It's really interesting. A lot of people think that it's a stallion that leads the herd, but it's actually a mare that the female of the horse. So once again, we we do some cool stuff. Women do. Yes, do. <laughs> um, and because horses are related to the elephant and elephants are matriarchal, right? So Wait, yes, elephants they are. are not matriarchal. No, are... elephants are matriarchal. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. So you're teaching me right now. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. I love when I can do that. Um, animal uh, elephants are matriarchal. Horses are matriarchal too. Okay. Okay. So the thing is that um, the lead mare is usually, you know, we as we as species, because we are also animal, human, we are also animals. Um, we have alpha and beta, right? So the alpha mare, the strongest mare, uh-huh. goes in there and says, Hey, I'm taking over. I'm capable. I can show you guys where the water is, where the food is, and I know when to move the herd out of danger, right? Okay. So, um, but she has to she has to get that position. She has to work for that position. It has to be earned. 
It has to be earned. Exactly. And that's what I love about the herd because the herd has rules and they have so much respect and loyalty and honor. And that's what I, that's what I really love about. So for example, um, uh, a foal, a baby is born, right? And let's say that happen. Sorry. Huh? Been what? there, watch that happen. Oh, it's it's amazing to watch full birth. Yeah, it's it's like those legs are woo. All that was in there, <laughs> right? Right. And I, I was no more than eight years old when I, I know. saw that. Wow, cool for you. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, when a foal is born, let's say let's say it's a it's a little colt, which is the male, right? Um, he grows up in the herd. You know, everybody, it's, it takes a village, right? Everybody, you got mom, but everybody protects and watches over each other. When that little guy gets to be about two years old, yeah, a two-year-old, right? He's feeling pretty good. He's like, I'm a stallion, <laughs> right? So he's, you know, many times they go over and they challenge the lead mare, the alpha mare. If he's disrespectful, right? She's going to tell him if, if he's really disrespectful and it, it, it continues, it doesn't stop. She's actually going to ostracize him from the herd. In other words, kick him out. Right. He gets kicked out. And you'll sometimes if you see like um, a, a herd of horses, you'll see one lone horse way in the back, like maybe 200 feet away, 150 feet away from the herd, running back and forth, standing there grazing. He's pretty much been kicked out of the herd. Yeah, I mean, what? that's it's called a boundary. Yes, and that's what he's got to learn. So at some point when he finally, you know, gets his ego in check, he actually will go over and apologize to the mayor. And if she decides to let him back in, he's he's allowed back in. So in a way, that works a lot with the people that I work with, right? Because I teach boundaries, I teach how to say no. Uh, The mayor gets her position because she gets their feet moving. When you get a horse's feet moving, you are basically saying, hey, I'm the leader. You will follow me. And if they, if when they turn to you and join up with you is when you know that they've decided, okay, you could be my leader. In other words, you'll be my leader. I know you're capable of finding me the water, getting me the food and keeping me safe because a horse is a prey animal Mm -hmm. every day. They go through today. I could be eaten. (laughs) And so, you know, they've got to make sure that they're protected. So the cool thing, that child though, that colt, right. 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 Is looking for, from, from the mare foundation. What, as our ch- our children do, right? right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It's so amazing how the herd really is so close in in the way it react, way it acts, you know, with humans. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. Now, my friend Philip Shannon, also yeah. from Georgia, says you mentioned working working mostly with women. Do you find that women respond better to this modality than men? No. As a matter of fact, it's so weird. I have been so busy manifesting more clients, <laughs> right? With, with you know, all this great energy that's coming in. And it's super duper powerful. Um, all of a sudden, I've gotten a bunch of guys 
that are coming in and working with me, they've gone through divorces, they've had, you know, overbearing fathers or very emotionally unavailable mothers, and they're having hard times with relationships or just kind of finding out, you know, they want to find their path and find out who they are. So yeah, I am, I think that they both work, you know what, you know what matters is I re, I request and require a hundred percent. Yeah. If you're going to work with me, I want a hundred percent. In other words, what I tell you to do, do it because I mean, I've been doing this for quite a while and I've done it enough that I know what works with people. And you know, that's the great thing about coaching. I mean, I don't need to sit there for 27 years and ask you, how does that make you feel? Right. I get you, I get your feet moving. Like, you know, like the horses do, right? That's I get your feet beautiful, moving. right? Yeah. Because you're the mayor yeah. who gets well, your feet yeah. moving. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, essentially. Yeah, no, it is. And so when I work with people, I also teach them based on the herd mentality. Like people that have boundary issues, you know, there's 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 people that can't say no and people will walk all over them. Mm-hmm. So what I do is there's a way that the that the mayor or any horse, their body language is amazing, uh, will tell somebody, get back. And if you need to break for commercial, let me know, okay? <laughs> uh, three minutes, yeah. <clears throat> okay. She'll stretch her neck out and snake her neck and pin her ears back and say, get back, mm-hmm. right? Right, right, well, right. What, right. So that, that will make a horse step back because that's the body language. What I do is I put the horse on the halter with a lead rope and I make the person stand in front of them and snake, move the lead rope and tell the horse back. Like we can't make our neck stretch out that long and pin our ears back. But with the shaking of the um, the lead rope, the horse will step back. And then if the horse says, oh, I'm going to get back in your zone, you snake it again. So what you're learning, you teach, you're, you're teaching yourself how to set boundaries. Get back. You don't well, have to be mean about it. Well, also now... <coughs> Thank you for sharing this because it brought up how I learned about boundaries and I just learned it now. Uh So as a child, I mean, I'm maybe four foot five, maybe if I'm lucky at this point. (laughs) Um, And those horses are big. So Jarful was about 16 hands. Uh And if you are uh, in relationship with a horse, you have to be attuned because you can't use English, right? You have to be attuned to their needs and to mm-hmm. what they're feeling and thinking at that point in time. Because right. honestly, and I didn't really have this experience, right. but if you piss them off, okay, you could get bucked. Right, not with yeah. yours, but but you can. Not, I, yeah. I mean, I just want to make sure people know that Blue and Dodger, this actually doesn't apply. Uh, just they just don't do that. But. Well, Blue sometimes will challenge me, but okay. it's okay because I go back to, hey, look who's in charge of you. Let's not forget that. Yeah, but but yeah, that is um, yeah, that's that's very very true. Um, if you don't gain the horse's respect, he's going to treat you just like the rest of the herd. Right. And so with Jarful, I had to learn 
how to make sure that he was taken care of, that he had safety, psychological safety, right? Mm -hmm. That I'm not whipping something in front of his head. Uh, we had a trainer. Her first name was Carol. And um, I remember she was trying to tame a stallion. And she, oh, cancel, cancel the energy on this. She actually took a fist and punched him in the face. The horse. Oh, that's, how, that's how a lot of people did it. Yeah, it's just part of my French stupid shit. Yeah, some people will take a stallion and tie him to a tree and leave him there. Okay, I can't even cancel, cancel, cancel. I know, it's terrible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, you know, for me, everything that I know that I do also in my practice and you do in your practice is gentle and with ease. I, I make sure that I give integrity to the horse uh -huh. you know to make sure because um you know the more that you show respect to them the more respect they're going to show back to you absolutely and, and they know when you're kind and when you're when you're not when you're i've had i've had people come into the arena and they've got a real ego problem and boy usually blue because he's the big guy he usually will really call you out and he won't walk with you. He'll look at me like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> don't make me do it, mom. It's I, and I listened to him, you know, I had a, I had a guy um, that blue chose. He had a real problem with, um, with drugs, with opioids. And he really wanted to get off of them. Like, you know, end his addiction, which addiction really never ends, but you can control it a little bit better, right? Yeah, you have to make that decision. Yeah, I, I agree. Actually, I agree and I disagree. Um, with our, um, with the BOD, we can do a reset on neural, neural network of the brain. And so it's been used uh, countless times for people who have addictions. Oh, that's great. Well, there's so much new stuff coming out. I mean, you know, that we've discovered we can do stuff like that. So that's really yeah. great. So, I mean, basically um, it makes... Uh, you know, addiction's a thing of the past, really. You don't have to that's, own that. That's great. Yeah. Well, anyway, so this this guy was walking around the arena with him and or the round pen, and I usually will say, okay, walk next to him, and I'm going to tell you stop and ask a question or tell him something or whatever, you know. And um, this guy, I said, um, stop and tell him what's more important to you, family or the drugs. And so he talked, he whispered in Blue's ear that the family, his family was more, he had a little boy and a wife, that his family was more important to him. And he started to continue to walk and Blue stopped and said, I'm not going with this guy and looked lying. right at me. And I, and I, I looked at Blue and the guy turned around and goes, why isn't he walking with me? And I go, what did you tell him? Now, I didn't know what the answer was because I make this just between he and the horse, right? Right, right, right. I said, what did you tell him was your answer? And he goes, I told him family. And I said, well, he's not buying it. My horse is not buying it. So let's sit with this. Let's sit with this for a minute. Really think about that answer. Is it really truthful? And he thought about it and he said, I want it to be family, but it's still drugs. And as soon as he acknowledged that, I swear to you, Blue started walking with him again. 
So, right, because it's all about authenticity and, and, you're, and Blue and Dodger are so uh, intuitive. They know. They know yeah. what their job is. Yeah, uh -huh. we have a we have a comment, a, a question here. Interesting. So, does a herd of horses respond better to a woman or a man? You know, most horses are owned by women. <laughs> uh, we're really attracted to the yin and the yang, the masculine and feminine of the horse. Mm -hmm. um, I think I don't know. I I can't say if they respond, but I would guess just with my experience. I would say they probably respond better to women, but, but, but some women can be really bossy. <laughs> some horse women can be really bossy. So. So I have another caller or actually same caller, Kwame Sunghorse. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to quick, go to commercial and we'll bring on Kwame again. Uh, Kwame, we just didn't hear you back there anymore. So I, I just muted the mic, but we'd love to, uh, hear from you again so give me one second <clears throat> and uh let's just do this here we go welcome to quick click where customers can buy share and earn meet sam sam owns an e-commerce business that sells athletic shoes and running gear sam wants to increase her sales without increasing marketing spend so she decides to list her products on quick click on QuickLick, her loyal customers can get paid for sharing her products with their friends. Sam uploads her products to the marketplace, just like she would on Amazon or Shopify. Meet Laura. Laura is in the market for a new pair of shoes and comes across Sam's brand on the QuickLick marketplace. Laura is able to purchase the shoes and check out like she would on any other e-commerce site. After purchasing, Laura receives a unique quick link that she can share with friends to begin earning quick cash. Her friend Jessica opens Laura's quick link on her phone and purchases the pair of shoes. Because Jessica purchases using Laura's quick link, Laura receives quick cash in her account. After purchasing, Jessica can now share her own quick link and begin earning quick cash as well. But QuickClick is more than just your typical referral or affiliate platform. QuickClick rewards customers for sales they directly and indirectly influence. So, for every sale Jessica's new QuickLink makes, Laura will earn additional quick cash as well, making the potential for earning exponential. Laura and Jessica can transfer their quick cash balance to their bank account at any time, or can even use quick cash to make additional purchases in the app. Meanwhile, Sam can just watch as the sales roll in. Best of all, she doesn't have to worry about costs, since she is only spending marketing dollars when actual purchases are made. Start buying, sharing, and earning today at oh. quickclick.com. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're back. <laughs> we have the girls. And apparently I didn't let them have potty time before we got the <laughs> And she's like, Mommy, don't tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't have birds. Because <laughs> that has happened to me way too many times. <laughs> oh, I'm all sorts of colors now. <laughs> but you know what? Both Fagala and Tinkerbell are my happy place. And and actually, they told me last night that they want to come out and meet Blue and Dodger. Oh, okay. 
yeah, that's what I said. Okay. And Fagala showed me a picture of her, you know, because I'm a C, of her riding on Blue or Dodger's back. That'd be interesting. They, I don't, I don't know that they've ever been around birds that close. That would be interesting to see. I expose them to everything. So, well, here it comes. Bring the girls. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, let's bring on uh, Kwame Some Horse again. Let me just do that. <coughs> Grand Rising Breeding. Kwame, I'm so glad no. you're back. We, uh, uh, it was so quiet. I thought you were gone. So, uh, absolutely. Well, I, I had to answer. I had to answer a call and then I came back in and I've been listening. And the reason I chimed in because when she was speaking on addiction and talking about the gentleman with the opioid addiction, as the recovering addict and alcoholic for the past 41 years, once you understand the environment and the trauma that happened within yourself, and those mm -hmm. ways in which you use the substance to anesthetize and escape, you no longer are addicted because you've been able to face a reality of self. And these are the ways in which I work with an organization called Wellbriety or White Bison. And what we use is the Native American spirituality because they developed a program before Bill W. and Jim did NA and, and AA called mind changers and what we did is is that there's a shadow man that happens to the man or to the woman that that person begins to disguise that which is going on within them and so that was why i chimed back in because you can cure addiction once you cure the person because gabor monte and he's an excellent he works in canada he's a psychiatrist and he works with addicts. And that is one of the parts when he says about environment and trauma. When you trace back that part of yourself to find out where did that part of you become missing, that's when you learn to acknowledge yourself and begin to give yourself that which you didn't get from others. Yeah, I. you know what? And the thing is that like some of the past programming that we've, we are all certainly dealing with right now that we're trying to get rid of. Oh yeah. <laughs> Step away from the matrix. Um, you know, my, my, my oldest son went through a horrible drug addiction and it was a battle. Let me tell you. And, um, you know, at that time, what they were saying is, you know, the addiction was a disease and, you know, it never really goes away. Once an addict, always an addict. But I like, I like your way of thinking. Um, I think that is something we need to start becoming more aware of, that, you know, pretty much anything can be healed. Oh, and okay. it doesn't have to be a part of us, you know. And obviously, I mean, anything with addiction, uh, yeah, there is something greater missing, something you didn't get, you know, that you needed to get. As, as a child or, you know, at some point in your life there. So I love that um, the uh, Native American, the white bison thing, that is really interesting. I would love to find out more about that. Kwame, do you want to share you it? You can go online and 
Yeah, well, she can go online because we have a whole website. It's called White Bison. It's out of Colorado Springs, and it was started by a gentleman that worked for NASA named uh, Don Coya. And what he's done is that he's gotten the information from the elders and the, and the native teachings about spirituality because in the spiritual word spirituality or spiritual is the word ritual. And understanding mm-hmm. that are rituals that you can do to reconnect the spirit <clears throat> back to the mind and to the body. And so these are the traditional indigenous ways that has been used because we had the clan mothers and the elders that were the therapists in the community, the medicine persons. Mm-hmm. So what we're looking at is what we call uncivilized. Now we're realizing that it was more civilized because the first community is the forest. And the forest is very much our relationship because they're father trees, mother trees, plant relatives. And just like the four-leggeds, the two-leggeds, the winged ones, the ones crawling, they're all our relatives. And what we have to understand in learning that is that they all have a message. Everything in nature has a message. You can get a whole PhD by studying nature because basically the pharmaceutical industry is a copy of nature. Yes, it is. Yep. Yes, it is all day long. And that's what people don't understand, Kwame. And I'm glad you do, and I'm glad you brought it up. Is that, um, you know, people are so reliant on pills. And all the reason, um, the reason pharmaceuticals came around, really, is because you really couldn't charge and you couldn't patent a plant. Mm-hmm. And so... That's interesting. Oh, yeah. You can't patent a vegetable. Unless you create that, and that's why all the synthetics came. So that they, if they created a synthetic, they took the active ingredient, let's say out of white birch, right? To make aspirin. But if you ate the white birch tree on its own, like consumed it in some way, like even as an essential oil, it would extend your life, let's say 700 times. But if you extract the one piece and then put it with synthetics, right? You can get rid of the headache. You can get rid of the pain. But now you're degrading the body. So, but that's how they were able to create a revenue stream. Mm-hmm. You know, do you notice that, you notice how many people are going back to natural medicines? Yeah. So I It's noticed, really amazing. Yeah, I noticed it in 2015 or 15. And so the pharmaceutical industry is actually smaller than the wellness industry. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. They, they seem so, you know, gigantic <laughs> and yeah. overpowering. So they are bigger as one. But when you combine all the wellness dollars, and I'll see if I can pull this up uh, later, uh, um, we are actually, I think, 3.4 times larger than pharmaceuticals or 4.4 times larger. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad to see that. You know, even with um, with animal veterinary, uh-huh. um, I went to my vet the other day, my cat, 
cat has had this allergy going on. I, we can't seem to get rid of it. And um, so I'm going to call you Jody to help me get rid of it. Um, and they just keep wanting to pump him full of medication. And I said, and they wanted to do all this stuff. And I said, hold on, no. I'm not going to, uh, you know, exhaust his liver with all this kind of stuff. And he's a little bit older cat. So, um, but, but, you know, we have a right to say no to our doctors too, you know. Oh, we absolutely do. A lot of people don't realize. Can... They're like, oh, I have to take it because there's no, you know, whatever. But I, I try to do everything super conservative first, unless it's something really big you know, then I'll really consider, of course, I'm going to research it first, but. Well, I can reverse your, the allergies for your cat in an hour. I'll take care of that. That's nice. Yeah. I'll just do that. That's easy peasy for me. Okay. I can do that while I sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure sure you can. Um, Um, I want to show a screen real quick. mm -hmm. Um, So let me just do this. Uh, Window. Give me a minute here. Here we go. Global wellness market, right? And global wellness institute study, 3.4 trillion global wellness market is now three times larger than the worldwide worldwide pharmaceutical industry. That was in 2014. Wow. Uh-huh. That's impressive. Yeah. So, uh, so I wasn't too off. So the spa industry, this is going, I mean, this is old data, so I know it's probably bigger, but the spa industry grew 58% from 60 billion in 2007 to 94 billion in 2013 with a 47% increase in spa locations. Um, there's a huge increase in wellness tourism, uh, uh, first assessment ever of the thermal and mineral springs sector. I mean, there's so much that's going on and, you know, um, in terms of wellness and people think farm is big. Well, they have the dollars because they, they have, uh, we're more widespread. And so I actually am being called to share this. Um, so if you're in the wellness industry, and I don't know what if you already if this already exists, uh, then someone let me know. But somehow what I'm hearing is as wellness providers, we need to somehow bring ourselves together to band because we're actually so much stronger uh, than the pharmaceutical industry. And I want to also say well, this: it's a it's one other thing. It's not only that we're bigger, like dollar wise, in terms of what we spend and on all of that, <coughs> but because our energy is pure for the most of us, mm-hmm. the energy behind it would be transformational. Go ahead. That's that's exactly what I was going to talk about. Is because you know everyone started waking up in two thousand and twelve. Yes. So 2014, that so makes yes. sense, okay? And so since everything is becoming like, I'm seeing way more holistic things come around now. I mean, even what I do, I, I'm more considered probably more like a holistic holistic therapist, you know, in a way. Um, because like I said, I, don't, I just don't do talk 
I get you outside. I get you in nature. We, we work with the horses. We work with, you know, fire. We do. And, and I just had um, 10 of my, my clients do a, do a little graduation, do a firewalk. And that was amazing. You know, did I call so, you in the middle of that firewalk? Cause no, I'm just <laughs> no, you didn't. It was Thank fine. goodness for that. But, um, but I do that. And, and so, you know, all these things are just, they're amazing. And, and, and I'm finding there's a lot of books uh, out there too, that are about, you know, nature paths and, and bo uh, botanists and, and the people that, you know, are really into all the, you know, the herbs and all that stuff. I mean, it's really taking hold and people are really paying more attention to it and, it, you know, bringing it more into their homes and into their lives and into their bodies. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Well, here's the thing. Um, and I, and I really want to bring this up because I've been sick for the last like eight days. Okay. Honey here, play with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've been sick. Uh, I got some sort of a flu or whatever. And I know a lot of people will keep things like, um, oh, you have something you want to say to Gina and to the world. Okay, so give me a minute. And I will, I will hear you and I will speak your truth. Okay. So, um, sorry. That's, that's, that's my girl. I, no, I think it's cute. She's tearing apart the paper towel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's her play toy. Uh, yeah. I buy her the expensive ones. They don't work. Um, so, uh, in our past, when we were not using herbs and things like that, I know, uh, people have kept on in their cabinet, Pepto-Bismol, or they keep Advil and they have like a medicine cabinet. Mm -hmm. And I'm really grateful that I keep stock in my medicine cabinet of things like clove essential oil, like right. ashwagandha, oregano mm -hmm. essential oil, um, cedarwood, lavender, frankincense, D3. Um, you know, uh, I can't even remember all the crap that I put in my body to, to ward all this off. And I want to, um, so there's two things. One I want to say is if you're leaning towards going holistic, or, you know, you want to keep a medicine cabinet. You don't want to wait until you get sick because when you get sick, you're not going to want to be able to wait a few days for shipping, you know, like you want it then. So I encourage mm -hmm. you, uh, reach out to me to get your medicine cabinet on, your, your pharmaceutical cabinet with an F, uh, F-A-R-M-A. Secondly, I want to, uh, I just feel compelled to share why I got so sick. Uh, first of all, I don't remember the last time I got a cold <laughs> or anything. And um, I manifested at the lunar eclipse, right? And the blood moon, all these things that are hugely positive. Well, the antithesis of all these wonderful, hugely positive things is you get to let go of and release the crap that's opposite of that. Right. Yep. So Spirit said, you're ready. 
So I released mm-hmm. all shit. I feel like I have a whole new different body. <laughs> so what we got here. So we have Teddy Jude says, buy them toys and then play with the box of Kleenex. Right? Yeah, exactly. She doesn't like my toys, Teddy. I'm having problems breathing. And I know my husband wants to call in soon, too, because uh, he had a, a, an amazing experience with you. So uh, the number for anybody who wants to call into the show is 515-605-9325. And uh, if you have a question about uh, how um, this type of coaching that Gina provides would help you or a loved one, or you have an experience that you want to share relative to this, we want to hear from you because uh, this is, you know, uh, working with horses is magical. If you have a question about maybe what, you know, if you have a question you like to have answered, call us at 515 and I have to remember that number till it comes to the screen. 605-9325. Yeah, because I'm all congested this morning. Yeah. So, go ahead. So, it is. Um, it was interesting because at some point, um, I decided to write a book about uh, what I do. Because uh, a lot of people are still kind of scratching their head when they go, what, 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 you work with horses and do what? And I'm always amazed uh, that there's still people that really don't understand what I do. But then the funniest part is once I put them with the horse and we do something and they get something out of it, the first thing they do, not, not everybody, but a lot of people have turned around and said, what is that voodoo? that you do with the horses. And I'm like, it's not voodoo. (laughs) It's not voodoo. It's actually just the horse. So, and you know, there's so many animals out there that are so wonderful for healing. I mean, my dog, Amber, she's a rescue. All my animals are rescues. And there are times when she just, you know, wants to be part of the, uh, part of the session. And she will, and she'll come in and she'll just, as soon as a person sits down, she just crawls up on their lap and just hugs them, you know? So there's, there's so many things that animal gift, gift us. And there's been so many thousands of years that we actually have been disconnected from them in that way. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago um, when I came back, well, it was, it was a while ago, actually, when I came back from a, a session that I had in Wisconsin, that's where I studied. And every once in a while, we get back together and we go work with, you know, a, a Native American chief that she has. It's really awesome. My teacher's amazing. Um, I came back from a really interesting session and Dodger walked up to me and he said, why are we so disconnected? Why are humans so disconnected from from animals? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was so intrigued that he asked that question because they don't, they've never been, they know the world is different now. Right. So the whole thing is why, why, why have humans lost or don't have that ability to communicate like, like you and I can do Jody, you know, that way, that ability to communicate and understand at a deeper level you know, an animal and what they're trying to say. The The answer is we all have it. We all have it. 
It's whether we choose to use it and recognize it. And what I tell people, because I'm also a, a spiritual coach, you know, we grew up hearing seeing is believing, but I like to tell people believing is seeing, right? I agree. Yeah. So, and with the horses, it's the same thing. So I think this is something, well, I'm going to read what Naima has to say. Naima Latif is our executive producer. She mm -hmm. says, Grand Rising Beautiful Ladies. I'm so inspired by the show. Thank you for sharing such amazing stories. Thank you. Thank you, Naima. <laughs> and then Fagla, I think, wants to tap into what you're saying. And so what is it that you want to, okay, what is it that you want to uh, share? Okay. So what she's saying, first of all, she says, Gina, I agree with you completely. Humans are very disconnected. She says, sometimes my mommy ignores me too. <laughs> she goes, don't tell mommy. Um, and what are you seeing as the disconnect, Pegola? People don't want to play. They don't want to touch. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They don't want to play. They don't want to touch. Uh, and the healing is in the touch and the play and the levity, uh -huh. she's saying. The healing's in the levity. Having right. the levity about our traumas. <clears throat> and Sorry. she said, we all have traumas and we could like release those traumas. She says, we need to have levity around those traumas. You know, we have to strive to have levity around those traumas. Uh, she's, okay, hold on. What else? Hold on. Don't bite. Be, don't be aggressive. Tell me what you want to say. <laughs> oh, got it. So she's biting on the ring. She's saying and marriage isn't taken as seriously as, you, as it needs to be. She, she look at this, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's I interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's saying people don't take that circle of life and the and the the infinity. They don't understand the that you need all this connectedness, and they're not taking the marriage seriously anymore. You know that is um, that is very true. She's very smart. Um, <clears throat> We have become so attached to our phones and technology. We have been, you know, told um, that we're crazy. We've been told that, no, you can't do that. Um, and I, listen, like I said, since I was a kid, I've been able to talk to animals. And it was really weird because now I told you that I, I speak light language also, right? Uh -huh. and, and you've heard me do that. So... I remember, I was remember, remembering the other day, for some reason it came to me, because a lot of things are starting to come up now, that even when I was a kid, I would speak a strange language to my, to my animals. And I'm like, I just did it, you know? So we have, we all have these abilities, but the more that we've been told and brainwashed that we don't, you know, it, 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 it applies to our ego, like, oh, I can't be crazy, you know, or I don't want to look stupid or I don't want to be made fun of. But I think now, since this shift has been going on, we that do this kind of work are now being guided to be more authentic, more truthful, 
you know, to speak our truth. I mean, that's all around the throat chakra, right? Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with a lot of people that have throat chakra stuff. Yeah. Speak your truth. And, and, and I do. And, you know, I've been at some barns where I know I can do this and people think, oh, yeah, right. I really don't care anymore. <laughs> I well, do what I do. It's interesting because what she was saying before you said that was, and I wrote it down, lose the fear of being mm-hmm. you. That's what she just mm-hmm. told us. Lose the fear of being you. Yeah. Step into your authentic self. Yes, honey? Step into your authentic self. And love you where you're at on that point in time. Okay. Exactly. So my husband is calling in. So Yay. we're going to uh, mute you for a moment and bring on Andrew. And if you uh, want to come back on, just take your hand down, Kwame, and bring yourself back up. Uh, like, so I know that you're, you know, flash that or text me. And then I have my husband, Andrew, on the call. <clears throat> Andrew, you're live. Hey, Gina. Hey, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing great. I wanted to share with um, with with our audience that um, I've been to Gina's farm and I've seen her horses and got to lead them out of one pasture to another, which is very grateful. But I wanted to talk, and they're they're magical creatures. And going back to what she said, maybe uh, 45 minutes ago about uh, being in the field. Um, she says, I want you to leave one of these horses out. I said, which one? And she said, they'll choose. <laughs> they'll pick. You just stand out there, and the one who wants to be with you will come to you. Um, so it's, it is. They are magical creatures, just like the one that's on Jody's uh, left hand. Magical creatures. <laughs> but I want, want to talk to you a little, Thank you, of, Daddy. Just a little bit about how, how grateful I am to the, the short time that I've been working with Gina. Um. We, um, it's really one of the books that uh, she had me read is by Ogmandina, who is a great author. And this one is called The Greatest Miracle in the World. And that's really what I want to touch on, that we are the greatest miracle in the world. We as individuals, we can really understand, get rid of these self-limiting beliefs that we have, that we've been taught, programmed, even generationally. Uh, to what we think we're supposed to be or what, we, or what we're told that we can't be, rise above that and say, this is what I'm going to be. I'm going to go out there and take that. I'm going to get rid of those self-limiting beliefs, leave those in the past. They, don't, they no longer serve me and transmute those up to source and surround myself with people who believe in me. Surround myself with not people who are yes people, but people who are supportive. Uh, because you don't need to be around people who are bringing you down. That's something you need to get rid of. Uh, so the, in the short time that I've worked with Gina, I had a really big kind of awakening. I've been talking to people for, you know, just kind of here and there over the course of years is to say, where, where, what challenges have I had, where have they come from? And Gina and I worked together, and all of a sudden we said, well, it's actually not that person who's been causing you the issues. It's actually another person, another other beliefs you've had or something else. I thought, wow, that makes so much sense. <laughs> he is truly gifted. Um, if you, if, if a horse working with, uh, with her horses, fantastic. I'm sure working directly with her, I can testify and that's great. So I encourage you, um, if you, if you would like to, to find out more about what 
it is to work with her to give her a call. So thank you, I, Andrew. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> so let me ask. I mean, and in, in, you know, you have to be comfortable, Andrew, sharing because we haven't really discussed uh, the experience yet, and I don't know that you want to ex discuss any of it here. And so you're you have the right to say no. Um, if there's anything in particular that you would like to share from your experience, uh, we'd love to hear about it. And, and, and if there's that you would be comfortable in sharing. Sure. Um, I'll share a little bit. Uh, what Gina does is she's, and again, I've only worked with her a limited time. I get, I'm going to go see her again, but what, what she does is she helps you to, to, to bring out things, uh, uh, talks through, helps you talk through things yourself. It's really about self-reflection and finding out. She's not going to tell me, um, uh, talk to me and I'll tell you what your problems are. That's not the way she works. Uh, it's, it's me. I was able to discuss what things were, you know, were challenging for me, where I found obstacles. And then we kind of fell back into where might those, um, where might be the root cause or root causes of these challenges. And oftentimes root causes can come from parents because those would be those, the first real teachers you have um, on this earth. Mm -hmm. So lots of challenges can be, can be traced back to parents uh, or they could be, you know, other, other, other people you surround yourself with, but helping to, she helps me to dive deeper into again, root causes and determine, uh, why, which it's, it's, it's important to find out which people or, or, or things are the root causes for sure. But I think it's more important to me to find out what, what emotions or what triggers they cause these people. It's not so much the, the people, but what they cause. So that if it's, if it's a, a father or a mother, who's absent, who's not there to kind of teach you what you need. It's, it's a case for so many people across the country and around the world. Uh, I'm, I'm by far not alone. But if, if you have a parent, uh, we, you talked a little bit earlier on the show about uh, growing up in an abusive household. Mine wasn't an it was not an abusive household. It, I had clothes to wear, food to eat, nice, uh, I had a good education. It's more, they're, they're different, different, um, voids that people can have when they're growing up and some of them are emotional where you you want to lean on a person for support and that person's not there so you find this is oftentimes when people get into trouble at, at early age it's not so much the case for me but people need support they need to be guided and taught and if the, if the parent's not there they lean they go to somebody else and that somebody else might be a destructive, um, I want to use the term loosely, friend uh, or, or friends who lead them down the wrong path because they're looking for some someone to lean on, someone to have to support them. So that's that's really where people can help to be guided is where have the shortcomings been in when they were growing up, where were they led maybe astray, and when, then the really important key is to say, okay, we we've uncovered these triggers, we've uncovered uh, these root causes. Now, how are we going to modify behaviors or modify your thinking 
to, to make positive changes in life beyond what you've already done. Plenty of people have had upbringing that's either been abusive or, or emotionally challenging and have risen up to great success, however you determine that success. But there's still an underlying issue of that, that they're dealing with, which may then may manifest on how they treat other people. They may be rock stars in the corporate world, or they may look like they have everything all together and they have all the possessions. But the challenges they had when they were younger manifest themselves in how they treat people maybe behind the scenes, something that people don't see. And that's where Gene is really good, is to help bring out where these root causes are. And, and, and I, honestly, my wife is fantastic too, quite frankly. Jody's a, Jody's a tremendous uh, healer and a tremendous coach. Um, both of them uh, have helped to look at where are these challenges coming from and then what, what modifications to my behavior can I make? That's it. Well, <clears throat> thank you, Andrew. But I also want to, can I do a yes and? Of course. Great. <laughs> so first of all, I want to second what everything that Andrew said, because I saw the biggest difference that I saw for Andrew was he stepped out of denial of what was going on and stepped out of defense of what was going on and mm. instead became present in the moment. Very Heard good, was, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was present in the moment about what was going on, which meant he had to spend seconds dealing with an issue and then we could get back to what we want to do. So huge time saver. Number one. Number two, I will tell you this. And this is really, this is both for Gina and for myself and, no, all three of us, Andrew as well. For, oh, yeah, absolutely. The three of us are all really good at accessing source energy. And Gina, you've been in, a, I'm going to start with you. You've been in an amazing conduit. For, for source. And that's why people want to see you. Thank you. <laughs> really? Like you're an amazing conduit for source energy in a way that's unrecognizable. And I don't say that lightly because you don't take what you say and or do lightly. And spirit knows that. And he's so if you're called to see Gina, you go. Number two, both Andrew and I have learned to access Akashic Records. Mm. And so with all of us working together as a team, we access Akashic Records and we erase timelines. And we erase them like that. And we replace those timelines with something that serves your soul and your mm -hmm. true mission here on life, in life and on, on earth. And so the three of us together, ooh, forgive me, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of us, the horses and the birds. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was corrected in a heartbeat. <laughs> She's like, right, mommy. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, that was beautiful. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, what Andrew's saying, I mean, everything that I that I put him through <laughs> in, in doing this work, um, you know, to to get anywhere with it, though, and I say this to everybody, you have to be willing to play full out. Yeah. You have to give me 100%. And I was so grateful that Andrew did because, you know, the, the technique that I use is it's hard. I take you back, you know, to those feelings. And we have to address that person. And uh, it's it's hard for some people because some people carry, uh, and and it's not just one person. I mean, a lot of people do. You know, they carry guilt about being angry at their parents or holding their parents accountable. Not everybody's problem is all parents, you know, all parental. But, you know, if you grew up with an emotionally unavailable father, um, somebody who, you know, yeah, somebody who was not present, you have abandonment things, um, you know, somebody that uh, there's, there's all kinds of uh, parentification, you know, that goes on that, you know, <clears throat> you grew up with an alcoholic parent or something like that, or a codependent parent. And then you, you as a child, you lose your childhood and you become the parent, you know, and then you become a pleaser. I mean, and you don't have any boundaries. I mean, all these things uh, can come out and be healed if when if people are willing to play full out and really go there. And and my thing is, I don't judge. I I accept, and I want you to think that I'm judging anything that you went through because believe me, if 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 you read my if you read my book, you'll see that I have been right there with you. I mean, I have gone through some horrific things as a kid and there's really nothing you can tell me that's going to shock me or surprise me because I've probably been exposed to most everything. So um, I applaud. Yeah, yeah I know that. Well, that's why we, we, we are magnets for each other, but I applaud Andrew and I applaud anyone who's come to work with me. I am, I am insanely grateful uh, for the honor of being able to work with people that they actually will come and become incredibly vulnerable and lay down all their stuff and let me help them clear it out. And the other component to this is, is healing the inner child. The inner child is so ignored all the time. I mean, you know, you grow up without dad around or you grow up with a, a mean mom or vice versa. And your child is like a cage inside of you, you know, rattling going, somebody pay attention to me, somebody love me, you know? And so it makes us start acting out and behaving in certain ways and feeling certain things that, you know, we don't really need to feel, but we do because that's just what we've done. We, there's a key point where you make a key decision. You know, when, when mom is the way she is or dad's the way she is, or maybe you got a big brother that picks on you or a, a mean old aunt or a bad teacher or whatever, then we decide, I'm not going to feel love anymore or I'm, I'm going to do this or whatever. And so in the healing, being able to open people's hearts, you know, that heart chakra is amazing. And when I do that, uh, Andrew was no exception. There's always, your angel is always in the room standing right behind you. And they're very large and very tall 
And there's so much love in the room for that healing of the inner child. And then what's amazing, what just blows me away is I can walk you, I can, I can put you in the pasture and say, okay, guys, how are you going to, and some, sometimes my horses will completely ignore you, completely ignore you. I didn't have that experience, but yeah. No, no, you didn't. But I have had people that they have been completely ignored and then they come in and they do this whole, you know, letting go technique with me. Once that's healed, once we've cleared the inner child, I take them back into the pasture. And do you know, my horses follow them around. They will come up to them because they, they recognize the energy shift. Oh, of course. Right. So they're so intuitive. They, mm-hmm. um, we actually have another caller. The whole board is lit up like all boards. We have multiple boards going at the same time. Thank you, Gina. I'm going to hang, I'm going to hang up now so you can take another call. I'll see you later, Gina. All right, honey. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right. So we have three, one, two, six, seven, one. And so, uh, oh, they just put their hand down. So then we have seven, seven, three. So if you want me to take your call, three, one, two, six, seven, one, let me know. But we also have seven, seven, three, four, five, oh, I'm going to take that one first. Hold on. Seven, seven, three, four, five, zero. So thank you for calling self cell care. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good morning, Jody. How are you doing? This is Obadiah. I always like to call in after listening to such a great program. Uh, bless your heart, Obadiah. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I mean, you know, what you all always are talking about, it's what's inner, what's on the inner of people. You know, growing up, I was real shy, not even prone to even be involved with anybody. But as I grew up, I learned to actually touch other people, you have to go within yourself. To even be in tune with animals to come around you and be at peace. I've had bees fly around. People start to swat at a bee like they're trying to hit it. The bee's actually just trying to feel you out. He's not trying to sting you. He knows you're larger than him. So what are you doing swinging at him? So Obadiah, Obadiah, do you know that the bees, when they are buzzing around are buzzing at the frequency of 528, which is the frequency of love? Absolutely. That's what bees bring. (laughs) Exactly. So that, I'm just saying, right. And so when you hear them and you see them buzz around you, you kind of acknowledge them and they get a little close and then they fly away. They're not trying to sting you. So the fact, I'm mentioning that because people's traditional thought be the swing of the bee. Mm -hmm. I brought that up because the sensitivity, our sensitivity with others and the universe, it, it, it balances our communication with other people and animals and just being universally in place to plant seeds to help develop other people. We really don't have to work that hard. So if we can just share our energy and share our talents and gifts and not be in a competitive mode, but be more like in a we, us, and our mode kind of like drop the we, me, mine, I thought. We drop the we, us, and our. Say that last part. Absolutely. Keep Obadiah. I said we can be, yeah. Go ahead. I said we can kind of eliminate the I, me, and my part Uh and make it about we, us, and our. 
so that we can Bless you. Sneezing on the truth. Yeah, yeah. So, now, those are, those are good pronouns. I like those pronouns. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we us and our. That's what we're peace agents in a world of chaos. Yeah. Why would they be having wars where somebody's bombing somebody's innocent children and, and people? They're not at peace with themselves. We are the peace agents. Exactly. So I appreciate you so much because you keep the energy strong within us and show us new channels all the time where we can plug in. And so just keep doing what you're doing. We love you. Thank you, keep Obadiah. We love you too. Ones, and we must be this one out. Yes, ma'am. We love you too, Obadiah. Thank you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to say this. It's um, I'm just thinking. So, uh, <clears throat> oh, hold on. Here you go. So, Fagla wants, I already put it up there, Fagla. She wants to hear it. Fagla says everyone needs to start with heart. Yes. Very, very true. And she's been sending that message. Uh, since I started the show, it's been her very first message and her main message. And, um, you know, it was, it was interesting because she started speaking that probably two and a half years ago. No surprise, my heart had a cage around it. Mm. A lot of people's do. Yeah. A lot of people's do. Well, yeah. I mean, and so we have to, and I've, no, and so I'm just I just verified. So I don't have a cage around my heart anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh <clears throat> but it took a lot of work. And so I it, just, it yeah, does. Yeah. And so I want people to know that you know, when you work with me or work, you know, with uh with Gina or the coach of your choosing, right? Mm -hmm. Um this is a commitment that you make and uh, there is, uh, it, it is hard work, but we make it easier. Yeah. We make, I think yeah. we make it easier. Don't you? Yeah, it, it is hard work, but I, and if I can use a colorful metaphor for a second, um, I need to get tough sometimes with people. I have no problem telling you when you have your head up your ass. So, you know, I mean, coaching is, you know, I'm like a partner, right? I'm like right, your partner right. and helping you achieve, you know, personal and, and, and business, you know, goals. You get to yell, you get to scream, you get to cry, you get to do all those things with me. I, I really try to motivate you and we pull out. I mean, I pull out a lot of the stuff that you've been carrying around like a Samsonite warehouse for, you know, decades. So I'm, I'm, I really love what I do and I'm so grateful for my horses that help me every day. And if I can um, plug my book for just a second. Please. Oh, would you please. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I haven't done? Forgive what? me. I haven't told anybody how to get in touch with you. Oh, okay. Holy crap. So yes to the book, type your information in the private chat first, and then I'll get this on there so people know how to get in touch with you. Man. Yeah, I'm going to give you my phone number. Okay. So, and then yes to plug your book. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Not really. Oh, my. <laughs> or Gina at. Um, okay. Oh, yes. 
coachdnumberto.net. That's my website, my phone number and my website. You can go to that. And my book um, is called Horse Stories, The Healing Way Horses Teach Us Healthy Relationships. And that little girl over there, yeah, that's yeah. blue. How big he is. He's got a giant head. Wow. She was five. So wait, hold on a second. Your information did not come through on the private chat. Did you hit oh, send? Oh, wait. I didn't hit send. Hold on. <laughs> so that's blue. Uh, and that is uh, one of my little clients. She's mm -hmm. five. And um, I love this little girl. She actually still believes in fairies, which I love. Well, I so, still believe in fairies. <clears throat> me so too. the <clears throat> other bird, her name is Tinkerbell. Yeah. I believe in no, fairies. No, I... <laughs> I totally listen. We are multidimensional, and uh, you know everything is starting to come out now. I mean, dragons are back. Uh, you know, Loch Ness monster is being taken seriously finally. Um, you know, Bigfoot's been spotted. You know, uh, it, there's just so many wonderful things coming out. And it, I, I, in my fire walk that I did with my clients, mm -hmm. we actually—I'd never seen this before. We had a green fairy over all of us, fluttering wings little tiny way it looked like a green butterfly but it wasn't it was amazing so i don't discount any of these things you know and um and why not i mean we all had this ability we've all had this these powers and and these gifts with with nature and nature is the most powerful healer you know she she truly is so when you come work with me you're going to sit barefoot I'm going to show you how to walk in grass and really get that grounding and that connection. By the way, I want to plug another movie. Um, it is called um, the uh, the Earthing movie. Have you seen it, no, Jody? No, no. You had us watch a different movie, The Shack. That yeah, that was, that was, that was, yeah, that was another Ooh. one about forgiveness. Yeah, that was about forgiveness. The Earthing movie is amazing about how it is so important that we can walk barefoot and be on the ground and what Mother Nature gives us. The worst thing we created were rubber soles. I know. It disconnects us. It disconnects us. And that's the thing. The horses live in the present. All animals live in the present. They don't, they don't have shoes unless we put them on them. Right. right. And the horse, you know, will sit there and eat a giant patch of grass. And then he, he's not going to look over to the left and go, I'm going to save that one for tomorrow. He's going to eat like everything is in the present. And the more we become in the present, the more connected we are with who we truly are. We feel our energy, you know, our power coming back and we heal. Walking barefoot in the ground can reduce inflammation. They've got proof of it. They've got, they've show x-rays of this and how this works. Because of the frequencies that are in the earth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, and we discounted them. But they're so important. It's amazing. We we can't, we cannot forget Mother Nature. She is everything. And all the collective, you know, conscious healing that we're all doing and stuff like that, you know. I mean, I, I know you do it. I sit there and, and meditate and and try to, you know, 90 seconds and stuff. Oh, we're wrapping up. See, we got going and then we could go three hours. Uh, oh, easy, so, <laughs> so like easily, right? We could do an after show. Uh, says, there is a line in the song, love don't need a reason. We need to start with the best beat of one heart. Together we will see this through. Yeah, Philip. Beautiful. Yeah, I love Philip. 
So thank you. When you were saying, Gina, going back to what you were saying just a second ago, you got cut off by 90 seconds. So 60 seconds. <laughs> so what were you saying? Uh, so the last part, you know, about not for, not forgetting Mother Nature. Don't discount Mother Nature. I want to say this. I want to put it in a whole nother way. Put Mother Nature first. Yeah, in your, in your absolutely. arsenal of how to heal, right? Yeah, it's true. Because I know that some of you may not want or can't <clears throat> afford us right now. That's okay. Here's your instructions. Go to the forest, meditate, sit, walk. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I seem to be working a lot also for the past probably eight months with a, a younger client. Ten I'm talking seconds. Upper 20s, 30s, okay? And, you know, everybody's into their phone. They've got all the electrical stuff and, you know, technology and all that stuff. But I'll tell you something. One of the things I do, and 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 it amazes me that they're so shocked by it, okay? Mm -hmm. When I tell them, come on, put me on FaceTime. Let's go outside. Where's your backyard? I don't care. Just show me your backyard. They go in the backyard, take your shoes off. When have you, now sit down. When have you just sat in the grass like that? And they're like, I never do this. I'm like, I know. How does that feel? Mm-hmm. Feels really good. That's right. It does. <laughs> Feels really good. So here's your homework. MPS, I give homework. Um, I want you to sit in the grass once a day, at least once a day, preferably start your day with it and meditate. So I, I teach meditation. I do I do all that stuff so that people can really get the whole the whole feeling of everything that we're missing out on. You know, here's my kitty. Oh, bring kitty, kitty, kitty. Give me your Einstein. This is one of them. Hi. Einstein. Hi, Einstein. <laughs> How are you, Dolly? So you're the one actually... who said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. <laughs> You're so smart. You know, she uh I found her. She was teeny tiny. Somebody left her on a busy road. Uh-huh. So I got her. Hey, Took her I to the vet. One more caller oh. coming in. Do you want to take the call oh, real yes, quick? Yes, I yes. like I'm just like the person put their hand down before. So three one two six seven one. We're gonna take your call real quick. We're just going over time by a few. We got stuck. We uh we didn't get a chance to do the whole two hours. That's okay. Yeah. And hello, what's your name and where are you calling from? Three Way on your shalom, uh, Grand Rising. This is Minister Robert Floyd Trump. I'm calling from Chicago, and I just wanted to commend you all on the uh, reflections of uh, Mother Nature, which we all as human beings uh, come from uh, the earth. And that is a fantastic uh, reality that we all must uh, uh, cling to uh, the uh, fruits and vegetables of life because uh, it is uh, better when we uh, change our diets from that of a, a chemical way of life and go back to the natural uh, things in uh, life and people and reflect to uh, the uh, animals as uh, just as important in life as all human beings. Thank you very much for all that you do. And you all have, uh, as Les Brown say, a pleasingly plump day. 
<laughs> Thank you. <for> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're so funny. I adore you. So I'm just going to end the show so you guys know what her website looks like. This is Gina's site. Here we go. So um, it's coaching. Uh, it's, it's coaching. Oh, here. No, not coaching. It's coachginamartel.net. Right. That's to get to the site. Um, and my book is available on the site, by the way. I have a page there. Uh, you can also pick up the book. And, you know, if, if you're interested in the coaching, I would absolutely recommend. I give everybody uh, a book when they, um, when they start working with me because I want you to understand what I do and what you can expect. So awesome. So is, where's your book going? It's not on, these are books that I recommend for work. Um, should be under horse stories right there. This is horse stories. There you go. There you go. So here we go. So there we, we make that, if I can make that bigger. Horse stories, healing the way horses teach us healthy relationships. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so um, I highly recommend that you get this book because I'm going to do the same. Uh, <laughs> um, and this is you know, her phone number, 786-473-9494. And then it's Gina at coaching or coach Gina Martel.net. And what was the, do we have an email? Uh, uh, the, well, yeah, I get emails on this. Um, Perfect. I think it's Gina, Gina at coach Gina Martel uh, coach. Yeah. That's my email address. Uh, the regular get onto the website address is coach Gina Martel. Dot net. Thank you. That's the one I, that's the one I, that's you've got there on the screen. Um, I want to mention also that I also can do phone sessions. I have some clients um, that I, I've worked with and still work with in Florida and where else? Michigan. Um, the phone is not a problem. We can do Zoom. We can do FaceTime. Right. So, and I want to, I want to actually second that. Uh, well, most of my clients are by phone. So, but I want to second that for Gina. So, and the reason why I want to do that is because Dodger and Blue, well, Dodger showed up, Blue can do it too, um, but they can actually, the horses, their energy can show up and be present for you. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you don't have a belief system that supports that, we can help you get that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's an easy thing to do. So we're just really, you know, so we're going to end the show. We're really grateful for everyone showing up. Um, and, uh, you know, Gina, thank you for the gifts of sharing your thank knowledge. You. Yeah. Uh, You're amazing. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the question is, is uh, we'll, we'll talk.